an age-old question would be, is the house haunted or is it just the property itself? One really can't answer that directly. If you take, for example, the battlefield of Gettysburg and were to place an entire neighborhood on that field, I guarantee every single house would be haunted, not because of what took place in the house and that four-walled domicile, but what took place on the property. The travesty of the Civil War, of course. But haunted houses play a huge part in our subculture because we've gotten to the point where we now do them for amusement and entertainment. And the houses themselves that, or the haunted trails or the haunted maze, is not really haunted itself, but people dressed in costumes enacting a certain part of a monster, a zombie, a vampire, a psycho killer clown, or a ghost, often pop up and lunge at you or chase you along this makeshift haunted experience. And it might take place in a house, might be a school building, a library. Uh, it could be something as simple as a haunted trail out in the middle of the wilderness. The choice is yours, and this is the best time of year to experience something like that. We are just a couple of weeks away from Halloween, and that's what this episode of Paranormally Speaking is about. I'm your host, Neil Parks, and I will be discussing haunted houses, haunted properties, and the 50 most haunted houses from state to state. I'm talking Alabama to Wyoming. So enjoy this episode, which is Halloween charged, charged and ready for one of the most wonderful times of the year. In my opinion, Halloween is what truly kicks off the holiday season. It's not Thanksgiving. It's Halloween. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Those are the four big guns in regards to the holiday season. And... Try to prove me wrong. It's something that I've subscribed to for a majority of my life. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Experience Columbus's newest and most entertaining haunted attraction, Carnage Haunted House. Carnage Haunted House and their monsters return to an all-new indoor 16,000-square-foot location at 3770 Refugee Road, home of intense terror that's guaranteed to scare. Featuring the bayou, the entity, and more, experience the thrill of two of Columbus's most immersive attractions and terrifying all-indoor haunts under one roof. For ticket prices and hours of operation, visit them on Facebook or check out CarnageHauntedHouse.com You could almost make a game show out of Is It Haunted? Something to that effect. For example, a haunted house, spook house, or ghost house. In ghost lore is a house or other building often perceived as being inhabited by disembodied spirits of the deceased who may have been former residents or were otherwise connected with the property. Parapsychologists often attribute haunting to the spirits of the dead who have suffered from violent or tragic events in the building's past, such as a murder, accidental death, or suicide. Good examples, the Amityville Mansion, uh, Casa Loma in Toronto, the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, the Wuking Mansion in Shanghai. Those four in particular have really dark pasts and 
mysterious or tragic deaths that occurred within the domicile. In a majority of cases, upon scientific investigation, alternative causes to supernatural phenomenon are found to be at fault, such as hoaxes, environmental effects, hallucinations, or confirmation biases. Common symptoms of haunting, like cold spots and creaking or knocking sounds, can be found in most homes regardless of suspected paranormal presences. People are more likely to experience a haunting when they are about to fall asleep, when waking, if they are intoxicated or sleep-deprived. Carbon monoxide poisoning has been cited as a cause for suspected hauntings. If there is any exception or expectation of a pre-natural encounter, it is more likely that one will be perceived or reported. As I mentioned a moment ago, the four houses that I shared with you in regards to the four most interesting, the house in Amityville on Long Island, New York, became the subject of books and films after apparent hauntings following the murderer of the Defoe family. The Lutz family purchased the home for a greatly reduced price, but shortly after moving in, claimed that doors were ripped open, damaging hinges and bending locks. Windows were suddenly opened. Green slime oozed from the ceiling, and cloven-hooved footprints were left in the snow. The Lutzes remained in the home for only 28 days. In a court case where the Lutzes were sued, they admitted that almost everything in the Amityville horror was fiction. Borley Rectory in England was considered the most haunted house in the world, but its notoriety was deemed to have been created or at least exaggerated by Harry Price, an expert magician and proven hoaxer. Casa Loma in Toronto, Canada, was completed in 1914. There have been rumors of ghosts for many years. It is now a historic house museum and landmark that is decorated as a haunted house at Halloween. Corvin Castle in Romania is considered one of the world's top five haunted places. According to locals, it has been haunted by its former occupant, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Tepid, ever since he was killed in an ambush. It is also said to be haunted by the spirits of people killed within its walls. The Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California, is considered one of the most haunted houses in America. Although there are no primary sources for the many ghost stories about it, they were most likely inspired by Sarah Winchester, who had her strange, complex, often illogical designs incorporated into the house for almost 40 years. Wukang Mansion, a historical house in Shanghai, has a reputation for being haunted because the large number of suicides of celebrities, intellectuals, and state-persecuted people there. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got.
It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer detail supply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Well, needless to say, this is going to be a huge undertaking, the next portion of this episode. So bear with me as I dive into the most haunted houses in every state and their horrifying backstory. Fabricated haunted houses have nothing on the real ones. If you love a spine-chilling tale and are considering exploring an actual haunted house near you, you're in the right place and listening to the right show. I'll be spotlighting top creepy homes in every U.S. state so you can take note of the most haunted houses closest to you. You can always search them on Google and write down the address or directions on how to get there or move very far away from them. Each one has a distinct backstory, but all have hosted many creepy, unexplainable occurrences, including disembodied sounds, touches, movements, and more odd happenings. From grand mansions that are now abandoned to quaint historic farmhouses, they all have one thing in common. Endless reports of ghost sightings. Take a good old-fashioned American tour of all 50 states with me. This is the Haunted Houses edition. Start off with Alabama. Sweetwater, Florence. Many legends about the supernatural activity at this historic southern mansion. One witness had a seen a soldier in a coffin appear in one of the rooms and suddenly disappear. There are also regular reports of female visitors being mysteriously locked in one of the Sweetwater Mansion's rooms as well. Alaska has the Begic Towers and Whitier. The Begic Towers, which tall buildings, is technically a home for most of the residents of this tiny town of Whittier. It is also, it has its stories, public utilities, stores within, and places of worship. With everything and everyone in town under one roof, there's bound to be some weirdness or a few roommate conflicts at the very least. Residents have heard phantom footsteps and whistling throughout the building. Not up for a ghostly encounter? Visit the prettiest small town in Alaska instead, then. Arizona. The Rossin House in Phoenix. Built in 1895, the Victorian home looks pretty spooky at any light. Instead, you'll find an interesting museum along with phantom footsteps, which might be from a former caretaker who has been tragically murdered. Arkansas has the Peel Mansion in Bentonville. Historic homes have their charms, but they also tend to have a few ghosts. You might bump into Samuel Peel, the original owner of this handsome mansion, on a tour of the estate. He allegedly haunts the property along with his daughter, Minnie Bell, who is usually seen wearing white. She's also been known to play the piano. And then let's move on to California, the Whaley House in San Diego. It's now a museum. The Whaley House was once a private home for Thomas Whaley and his family. Unfortunately, the home was built on the site of a gruesome hanging, and the victim was said to have haunted the Whaley family on the regular. Years later, Whaley's daughter, Violet, died by suicide though her spirit has been spotted at the home. Those of Thomas and his wife, they have been as well. Then, of course, Colorado has the Molly Brown Mansion. 
And that's in Denver. Yes, it's that famous Molly Brown, the one who survived the Titanic. It's now a museum. Visitors have spotted the ghost of Molly. Her husband, JJ, and their guests smelled phantom cigar smoke, thought to be JJ's, and felt odd cold spots. Connecticut, New London Ledge Lighthouse in Groton, the former residence of a number of lighthouse keepers. This house has been featured on several ghost hunting shows. There seems to be only one spirit here named Ernie, but he's got a very strong presence. He likes to turn televisions off and on, take the sheets off beds, generally cause a ruckus with knocking. If you prefer your haunts on dry land, make sure to visit Connecticut's ghost town. Delaware, the Woodburn Mansion in Dover. This stately Georgian home was built in 1790 and bought by the state to use as a governor's residence in 1965. The home's a particularly active site for ghostly encounters, from the mysterious little girl who appeared floating in a fountain in a 1985 inauguration to the boisterous revolutionary soldiers who allegedly drink any wine left out. After taking a peek at the estate, stock up on non-haunted antiques in a famed Delaware town. Florida has the Riddle House, West Palm Beach residence. This property was once a funeral home, so it almost goes without saying that there's a lot of mysterious and ghostly activity here. One of the more famous ghosts is named Joseph and worked for the home's owner, Carl Riddle. Joseph had sadly died by suicide in the home. Allegedly, his spirit occasionally attacks those he feels are on his turf. Georgia has the Rhodes Hall in Atlanta. Though Savannah is famous for its ghost tours, especially through the town's gorgeous town squares, Atlanta isn't lacking in haunted homes. Rumor has it that Rhodes Hall, which was once the stately home of furniture owner Amos Rhodes, is haunted by the former Mrs. Rhodes along with an evil spirit called the Shadow Man. Apparitions of children also have been seen around the stately building. Today, Rhodes Hall serves as the headquarters of the Georgia Trust for Historic Preservation. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. As now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now, number one for podcasting. And now we're back after that commercial break to go on with the list, which brings us to Hawaii, the Volcano House Hotel. This former private home turned hotel is where you might see the ghost of an older woman, along with the spirit of a white dog. Or maybe you'll want to stick to touring one of Hawaii's most romantic beaches instead. Idaho has the murder house in Boise. A brutal murder in 1987 gave rise to local lore for this unassuming home, some say the victims still haunt the ground today, and some locals even refer to it as the Chop Chop House, which is perhaps a little uh, macabre considering the backstory. Illinois, McPike Mansion, and Alton. The accounts of hauntings for this former boarding house go all the way back to the 1940s. Back then, the boarders would hear children playing when no children lived there. Though it was abandoned for decades, passerbys would see faces in the windows and ghostly, a ghostly presence of a former owner 
was also seen wandering the grounds. You can continue your Illinois ghost tour by traveling to Chicago to see a very haunted cemetery and, of course, where the Valentine's Day massacre took place. Indiana has Nicholson Rand House in Indianapolis. Accounts of hauntings of this historic home didn't start until around 1997, which is weird, when the structure was moved for preservation purposes. That year, a ghostly figure was spotted looking out a window when the home was photographed during the move. This prompted others to reveal their accounts of other paranormal encounters. Iowa has Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca. Iowa has a rich history, but some of it is a little unsettling. As the name suggests, this unassuming home was the last site of a gruesome murder in 1912. Six members of the Moore family, who owned the home at the time, and two visitors were bludgeoned to death. Axe wounds were found on each, giving rise to the home's name. The murderer was never found. And today, visitors report bedroom doors opening and shutting on their own, unexplained sensations of being slapped or pinched, odd chills, and the sounds of screams. Kansas has the Sally House in Atchison. This infamous house is haunted by Sally, a young girl who had entered the home around the turn of the 20th century. At the time, it was the home of a physician who unsuccessfully tried to treat Sally for appendicitis. Kentucky has the Liberty Hall in Frankfort, Kentucky. Three spirits famously haunt the circa 1796 home, and one is called the Gray Lady, who died of a heart attack after traveling to the home for a funeral. Another is a Spanish opera performer who had mysteriously disappeared from the house during a visit. Louisiana, the Myrtles Plantation in South Franceville. As with any perform, uh, former plantation, this house has a violent origin story. The famous ghost of the property is Chloe, who was enslaved and murdered after a tragic accident. Maryland has the Hager House and Hagerstown. Dating back to 1739, this historic house is believed to still be the home of two families of ghosts. Visitors have heard disembodied voices and witnessed items move on their own. Massachusetts has the Lizzie Borden House in Fall River. You're probably familiar with the story of Lizzie Borden, who was tried for killing her family with an axe. Michigan, Henderson Castle, and Kalamazoo. So many ghosts, so little time, unless... Well, ghosts are real, then perhaps time is on a loop and infinite, because that's how they operate. At this historic home turned in, visitors have seen the ghosts of the original owners, Frank and Mary Henderson. Minnesota has the Four Paw House in St. Paul, which is currently a restaurant. The stately home was the former residence of local magnate Joseph Four Paw and his wife, Molly was her name. They were exactly a, weren't exactly a happy couple in 1892. Molly discovered Joseph in bed with their housekeeper. When Molly, who was also pregnant with their child, tried to end the marriage, Joseph died by suicide. Mississippi has the McRaven House in Vicksburg. Though it's a little difficult to see, McRaven is considered to be the most haunted house in the state. It's hard to see because of the foliage. Missouri has the Limp Mansion in St. Louis. 
Once the home of the wealthy Limp family, this mansion is now an inn. The family had a number of tragedies, with a number of personal misfortunes and mysterious deaths. Visitors to the inn have reported supernatural incidences, such as hearing a piano that only plays a single note repeatedly through the night. Montana, the Copper King Mansion, in Crested Butte. This historic property has been a local landmark for decades and is now a bed and breakfast. Some ghosts of the inn have experienced a ghostly presence in the ballroom. Nevada, the governor's mansion in Carson City. When Nevada's first family is home, they just might be sharing their residence with the spirits of the very first family of the state. Nebraska, the Captain Bailey House in Brownville. Now the location of the Brownville Historical Society, the stately home once belonged to Civil War Captain Captain Bailey. The captain met his demise prematurely after being poisoned by a jealous neighbor, which is perhaps why he still haunts the premises. New Hampshire, the ocean-born Mary House Henniker. Though the historic photo shows the house from decades ago, if you go to their website, Ocean-born Mary House still stands today as a private residence. However, one of the residents just might be Mary herself. New Jersey has the Spy House in Port Menmouth. Nicknamed the Spy House, this historic site dates back to 1663 and was famously used as a tavern during the Revolutionary War. Ghost sightings include a woman in white, mysterious sobbing noises, and a sea captain. New Mexico has the Luna Mansion in Los Lunas. The grand old mansion is home to a friendly spirit, the ghost of Josefeta Otero. Josefeta oversaw the renovations to her mansion when she was alive and might have grown so fond of the place that she decided to stick around through the decades. New York has the Death House in New York City. The 19th century brownstone has been the site of a number of unexplained deaths and violence. So, uh, of course, there's going to be a lot of paranormal activity there. However, if you're not just going to run into random ghosts, you might have another worldly celeb encounter. Mark Twain is said to lurk around the sporting and uh, here sporting a handsome white linen suit. And that's in New York City. Now, I've been to the 21 Club in New York City and had an interesting encounter with the ghost of Humphrey Bogart. More of that later. North Carolina, the Biltmore Estate in Asheville. Many films have been produced and set there at that mansion. The famed and massive estate is where you may run into the original owners, George and Edith Vanderbilt. North Dakota, Fort Abram Lincoln, Custer House, and Mandan. General Custer built this house for his beloved wife, but never got to spend much time in it before his death in 1876. Allegedly, she haunts the home, walking the widow's walk looking for him. Ohio has Franklin Castle in Cleveland. Honestly, Ohio has a lot more haunted properties, but I decided to go in a different direction of one that I've never talked about before, the Franklin Castle in Cleveland. The impressive 30-room home fits the profile of a haunted house. There are secret passageways, creepy gargoyles, and a famous curse that started with the home's original owner, Hans Tiedemann. Once his family moved in, they died one by one in the house. Hans died right after he sold the home. 
The property was switched to the hands many times, though owners don't seem to hold onto the house for very long. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book, and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. And now our journey across these 50 states that make up this great nation that was built on the backs of slaves, drenched in the blood of indigenous people. But hey, what can I say? America, am I right? So now we are in Oklahoma, the Belvedere Mansion, Claremore, Oklahoma, hazy figures, toilets that flush on their own, random grabbings when no one is around, and mysterious hot and cold spots have led some to believe that this historic home is one of the most haunted in the state of Oklahoma. Oregon, the Hachetta Head Lighthouse, Keeper's Home in Florence. Since the 1950s, this lovely home has been haunted by a spirit named Rue, also referred to as the Grey Lady. Rue likes to open and close doors, stomp around on the floors, and occasionally make appearances when summoned by, and I can't stress this enough, do not play with these, when summoned by a Ouija board. Do not mess with those or seances. They are like a party line. You have no idea who you're going to be communicating with or who will be talking back to you. Demons use those tools as a means to lure you into the occult by posing as familiar entities and or comforting spirits. Pennsylvania has Baker Mansion in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Built in the 1840s, the home has since become a museum. However, its original residents still make themselves known. Rhode Island has the Sprague Mansion in Cranston. This famously haunted house was once the home of the wealthiest family in Cranston. Though long dead, there's evidence that the family never actually left. Well, spiritually speaking. South Carolina has the Battery Carriage House Inn in Charleston. Once a private residence, this gorgeous inn is considered very, very haunted. The innkeepers have posted a list of apparitions you might see on your next visit, such as a headless torso, a congregation of spirits, and a gentleman ghost. Tennessee, the Woodruff Fontaine House in Memphis. The hauntings that have occurred in this home are rooted in the tragic life of Molly Woodruff, who lived here during the late 1800s. Molly lost her child to yellow fever, then lost her husband in a boating accident days later. South Dakota has Adams House, Deadwood. Okay, so uh, 
the promise that the actual house is a real place is true because this home may be haunted by the spirit of the former owner W.E. Adams in Deadwood, South Dakota. He had died in the house and his wife Mary had encountered his spirit after his death and decided to leave the home behind. And then, number 42 on the list of 50 most haunted. Texas, the Littlefield House in Austin. Built in 1894 for Civil War veteran George Littlefield, that home eventually was given to the University of Texas at Austin. The top floor is rumored to be haunted by Alice Littlefield, George's wife. Utah, McCune Mansion, Salt Lake City. This historic home is currently a venue for weddings and conferences. You might bump into the spirits of a caped man and a little girl. The latter usually appears at weddings, happily dancing. And then there's Vermont, Bowman House, Laurel Hall, and Shrewsbury. You might want to mind your manners at this historic home, because if you don't, the spirits might let you know their displeasure. Like the time a young girl had st stuck her tongue out at a portrait while touring the property, only to have the painting fly off the wall and hit her. Various apparitions have been spotted, including that of Mrs. Bowman, the wife of the home's original owner. Maine has Captain Lord Mansion in Kennebuckport. Now, I've been to Bar Harbor. That's as far into Maine as I've been. Now, this home was originally built in 1812 by its namesake, Captain Lord. Apparently, the ghost of Captain Lord's wife appears in a nightgown. It's currently part of Lark Hotels in Kennebucksport, Captain's Collection. Then we have in Washington, the Campbell House in Spokane. Though it's a gorgeous home, the Campbell House has a sad past. One night in the early 1900s, a burglar murdered three of the four Campbell family children. The last was kidnapped and never returned to the family. Today, visitors report an unsettling feeling when entering the home and being followed by the eyes of a family portrait. West Virginia, the Berkeley Castle in Berkeley Springs. This imposing castle was built in 1885 as the home of Colonel Samuel Taylor Suit and his wife, Rosa. The couple have rumored to still haunt the castle, along with the ghost of Rosa's boyfriend. Ooh, scandalous. Then in Wisconsin, you've got the Octagon House, Fond du Lac. Weird shadows, mysterious moving items, and the ghost of a young boy have all been witnessed at this historic home. And now that brings us to number 50. Last but not least, Wyoming, the Ferris Mansion and Rollins. If you stay at this mansion that's been turned into an inn, don't be too surprised if you run into the family who originally lived there. Visitors have spotted the ghost of a woman and a boy who are thought to be those of Julia Ferris and her son, Cecil. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Join me next time for more spooky and weird entertainment, I guess you could call it that. I offer some enlightenment and some mild form of education. I definitely keep you entertained. I think so anyway. Have a great weekend, and I will see you later. Thank you.
Fucking 